Wow, Sam fan. So this one's not gonna be a long one for the episodes wise, but like this has been released on the Tuesday after Mother's Day, 2021. This mother day this Mother's Day is not like any others. Yeah, this Mother's Day is wasn't. You know, I'm very fortunate to have my grandmother, Grandma Willie Mae. And I'm so thankful for all that she's done in my life. I'm so thankful for the impact that she's had, you know. There ain't nobody like my grandma, y'all. I have the best of the best. And not only to have the best of the best in her as my grandmother, as my grandma Lily too, y'all. These two ladies were huge on family. They made sure I knew that I was loved. But before I get too far in this, I want to go ahead and say happy Mother's Day, happy belated Mother's Day to the, to certain people. And I'm probably going to miss somebody, y'all. Like, literally, you know, the old folks, they count to my head and not my heart. And that's really what I mean. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. That covers everybody. But just some to name my grandmother, Willie Mae, Aunt Jean, Aunt Vanessa, Aunt Mossy, Emma, Shonda, Nikki, Sharika, Lunda, Brenda, Denise, San, Terenice, Kim, Carolyn, Sherry, Lobet, Nancy, Tanya, oh, excuse me, y'all, Tiffany, Amanda, Apostle Gwen, Pastor Henley, Melinda, Mama Hattie, Mama Hunter, Shakira, Carolyn, Johnette, and so many more. If you're in the Sam fam, happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day, happy day, whatever you want it to be, just know that Sam says happy day. And thank you for talking with me. Yeah, this is Talking With Sam. And I know y'all, I'm normally used to, like, y'all used to be having some, like, high music. We're going back there, y'all. But this one's a little bit more serious than what I normally talk about. I was very fortunate to be birthed into this world by such a great woman, by such a strong and bold woman. I don't even know where to start with this. So I guess I will start back in September or October. September, Octobers of 1986. My mom and my daddy did what they did and they do what they do. And nine months later, here comes you talking about me. <laughs> so like, I was very fortunate to be birthed by Lily Onita Hedden. You know, my mother had already been through a lot at this point in her life. She had already birthed one child, but unfortunately that child died to leukemia. And I would never in a million years want to be in that position that she was in. She had to bury her baby. Y'all. Not only did she not get to grow up like she wanted to with her father, but her baby passed away. Yes, 
And then, you know, if you're a mother, the loss of a child is a loss like nobody's business because, like, you carry that baby. That baby becomes a part of you, and then they're independent. So, you know, it was really hard for her. And once I was born, you know, she tried to keep me. And then she asked the lady I call grandmother or grandma, she asked her to keep me for some time. She'll be back to get me. Well, she did the best thing because she wasn't in a good place to mother anybody. And it was okay because she knew with my grandmother and my grandfather, I was going to be able to have a better life than I would have been with her. And that was the most selfless thing to ever do. A lot of people have tried to make me judge what my mother did. But when I look at the, if I judge the situation, I judge it through love. She loved me so much that she said, I'm not in a good place to mother you in my own house right now. Let me get somebody who's a little bit more stable than I am to come get you. And I'm so fortunate. Like, you know, she it took a lot for her to do that. You know, it hasn't been that long since my mother's transition. So y'all, if I, if I cry a little bit on here, please forgive me today. You know, I'll be back to my happy-go-lucky self. But I'm talking about my mother, y'all. The woman who gave me life. The woman who taught me, no matter what you want to do, go for your goal. I don't care what nobody else says about it. It's yours, baby. Do what you want to do. That's literally how she lived her life, y'all. I will never forget, I was having a hard time in the third grade in Ms. Willis' class at J.S. Waters. And my grandmother called her and said, Nita, this boy ain't doing good in school. You might need to come up here and talk to him. My mother literally the very next day dropped everything that she had planned. I don't know what she had planned, but she dropped it because her baby was not having a good moment at school. She came to the school. I was supposed to have style on lunch, but you know, my mama's there and the teachers knew my mother didn't come around to the school that much. And so my mom ate lunch with me and some of my friends. I can't remember who who my friends were at the table at that time, but all I know is my mother was there, y'all. My mother. She took the busy time out of her busy day to make sure that I was okay. And not only that, when she came, she came with this like photo album. I was like, oh, what's that? She brought pictures. Pictures that we had taken together riding down the road. And, and anybody who knows me knows I love to take pictures. And I love to like document like things that's happened. My mother brought it to the school and I was so excited. I remember like, you know, trying to show the class right before we were about to leave just because like I was super excited because my mom came ate lunch with me. My mom sat with me in my class for the rest of the day when I was horrible, y'all. I was a bad student. I was not one to listen. I was always one to be talking. But my mother, my mother was there for that. I remember when my grandfather, also knows my, he, he, my granduncle, my granddaddy T, passed away. 
There were not many people who really knew what I was going through. This is the first time I'm ever telling this story. But I remember sitting there in the church beside my grandmother because my grandfather had told me to make sure she was okay. And after the funeral, you know, if you go to a black funeral, that could be three hours. <laughs> but after the funeral, you know, we go out to the graveyard and bury him. And, you know, in the old country churches, the graveyard is behind the church. And so during the funeral, I didn't really cry that much. I cried probably about like maybe a total of 20 seconds because my grandmother was a, I had to be strong for her. But afterwards, I sat out by the grave as they were burying him. There was somebody who told me, yo, Sam, you need to get over it, he's gone. But it didn't matter to me at that time. Yo, that was my grandfather. What the only man I knew is like my dad at that point in life. And my mother, out of nowhere, she came and she said some words. I'm not going to say them right now. But she let them know, don't talk to me like that especially in that moment. My mother sat there with me as I cried. Kind of like me being a big baby right now. My mother sat there with me and said, baby, get it all out. But right now, you're only going to get part of it out. And for like almost... A month, my mother called. She said, hey, baby, how you doing? You all right? Sometimes I would say yes. Sometimes I would say no. But no matter what the, no matter what I was going through, she would say, well, I understand, baby. Just know I love you, but God loves you best. And I knew what she was saying. She was like, hey, you're not by yourself. One of the things my mother used to tell me after that was, even when you, like, excuse me, go back. She told me this after that day she ate lunch with me in school. She said, even whenever you don't see me, I'm here with you. It doesn't mean you are never alone. I'm either here or there with you, no matter what. I didn't understand. I was like, how can my mother be everywhere I am? But here I am today. I understand. I finally have an understanding. Because there's a legacy going on now. 
My mother has two different legacies living right now. She has myself and my brother. And we are fortunate to be born to a woman who didn't know no as an option. A woman who didn't accept defeat. A woman who made whatever had to happen for her kids happen. A woman who said, no matter what mess up you do, baby, you better hold your head high because you my baby. I don't care what nobody else says. Just remember, you can do whatever you want. So I encourage you, if you have your mother living and things are not the best, it's okay. Just talk to your mother. Your mother. Let her know you love you. Let her know you love her. Even if she's not talking to you, write her a letter. Try to get it out there because I promise you, y'all, if I could go back and have another conversation and record it with my mother, I would. My mother may have not been perfect, but she was the best mother for me. don't know what else to say but like you can cut it off at this point but like I'm gonna talk to my mom a little bit as if like you know she's here with me mom thank you for showing me unconditional love thank you for talking to me whenever I didn't know who else to talk to thank you for being unjudgmental no matter what Thank you for just being you. Thank you for being the best mother that you could be. Thank you for stepping outside of your comfort zone and preparing a life for myself and my brother. Thank you for you doing what you had to do. I know we had this conversation, Mom. I know that you giving me up was the hardest thing in your life after Keisha but you cared enough about me and I care enough about you to make sure no matter what I do that you're honored thank you mom I love you I miss you and you are forever Live on. I love you, Mama.